Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And we have a special guest today. We have Van, one of Heath's friends. Hey. Hi, Van. So, before we get started in today's episode, uh, we have a slight retraction, correction, (laughs) emphasis, dog fight. (laughs) Dog fight. Hey, guys. Okay. Continue, Kip. Uh, so we had um, one of our former guests, uh, April, uh, point out on the Discord uh, just a little additional details on um, Duclaw removal. Uh, she did, um, I, I guess I didn't emphasize in the last episode that, you know, I, I acknowledge and understand and fully support that docking and things of that nature do have a point if the dog has a job, like right. docking tails, docking ears. A lot of that can help if the dog is doing farm work or is a hunting dog or things like or that. Or is like some sort of service animal or work dog where they have yeah. a lot more activities because apparently there are injuries involving dew claws with certain breeds who do do working, and so it's better to remove like them. Like longer years. Yeah. yeah. She was saying that apparently those dogs will sometimes tear off their own dew claws if they're the looser kind. Or it gets caught or yeah, something. Yeah, or it gets like caught that. or something yeah. if they're a working yeah. dog. So. so for safety reasons, it's good to to do dog parts. And I, I support that. I do think that that is valid. Like the, these things were uh, created or invented. These procedures were invented for a reason. And I acknowledge that. And I'm not trying to, like, you know. But but I'm just saying if your dog is just like a ha- like rosy, just a pet. Tr- yeah, if they're just, they're not, you know, yeah. and you just want to dock your dog to make it look mean because you have an ego problem, then I will judge you. Yeah, or <laughs> like, you just prefer that look. That's not a good reason to do Yeah, that. it's yeah. not a reason to take pieces off of your dog. Yeah. yeah. So we just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of working in farm dogs, Van is actually here because he has a lot of experience with a little bit more rural animals and like unusual animals not usually domesticated animals <laughs> yes right. yeah, it's stuff that people don't usually consider domesticated yeah mm-hmm. yep. Yep. so do you want to talk about a little bit of like your experience with animals and maybe like the environment you live and grew up in yeah. okay uh so i live in Alabama, and the county that I grew up in, when I was growing up, there weren't many wildlife rehabbers. Uh, my mom worked at the vet's office. We had connections with the game warden. We did a bunch of wildlife rehab rescue. We also wound up with a bunch of connections with more exotic type animals. Right. Um, we ended up with things like, well, we wound up with skunks, we wound up with raccoons, we wound up with um, rehab, you know, on the back. And some of those, the skunk we wound up with, the first one, mm-hmm. was actually considered domestic. She came from a farm rather than being from the wild. Oh. And then, um, uh, but we did do rescue on wild animals. I've done transports for raptors down to the wildlife center in Birmingham. That's cool. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Um, So wait, what birds have you gone to transport? Um, I have pretty much 
almost anything that's native. I let's see, there was a juvenile bald eagle one time. Whoa. There was um, a baby great horned owl that was so very cute. As oh my! Mm, <laughs> baby owls are adorable. Yeah, that is so precious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and anytime you looked at it, because they're yelling at you to feed it, crying so <laughs> at you. So, you know, there's there's all sorts that I did transports on. You know, some of them didn't make it, some of them did. Some yeah. of them I got to release when they got to be released. Nice. That must have been so satisfying to see, too. Oh, yeah, it's lovely to see something fly free. Yeah. I didn't get to personally release the juvenile bald eagle because it was such a big deal. Yeah. Right. But um, I was present when it was released and flew free. That's oh, cool. That's really cool. So wait, are yeah. there, now this is not something I've thought about, are there bald eagles in Alabama? Yes. Oh my gosh. I actually didn't really know that. Yeah, uh, I've seen them in Minnesota. They're like lousy with bald eagles in Minnesota. They're all they're, over the place. They trip over bald eagles. Going I do know like, uh, at least in... Lake. Okay. And uh, Wheeler Wildlife Refuge tend to be the highest concentrations they've done a lot to try and encourage them to move back into the state yeah nice i feel like i should have known that because my mom has definitely worked with wheeler <laughs> oh really yeah so it probably was mentioned around me at some point i don't remember because it's there, there's not a lot of them yeah i, I... Right. they are they're not common still mm-hmm. yeah Okay. There's a there's a lot of work about reintroducing different eagle and raptor species into different areas because they do need such a large hunting area. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also like they tend to kill like they'll have multiple um, offspring and then one of the offspring tends to kill the other. It's oh, great. Cool. Well, it, it's like a theory that um, the the strongest will survive. Yeah, but that's not and, good when but there's not many of them. <laughs> be, well, part of it's because they need such a large hunting radius. Yeah, it's but... hard to keep it, so they have like an arrow and a spare, and then they'll see which one survives and takes over the area. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> and an arrow and a spare. Like if there's not enough to support two, mm-hmm. then one of them does make it. Yeah. Then both of them die. Exactly. Yeah. So the idea is like, well the resources are there for at least one and it's kind of like a backup plan. And then yeah. if the two, sometimes it even, like, if they have mo- like up to three, like, two might survive, like, one doesn't make it. Okay. It's just funny to think about it that way, though, Look, because you know, like... Eagles the, are very Game of Thrones But you know, here. yeah, in past, I was about to say, is like, in the past, like, you know, large, important families had to think about having multiple heirs because you had that spares because some of your kids are going to die. Yeah. Yep, in, cool. Back in the olden times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, I do know you've mentioned cause, uh, we've gotten to hang out with you on like your, your family friends farm and got to see some animals like they take care of there. Like you, you've definitely also had some like farm life like experience too. Yeah. Uh, uh, part of living in Alabama is I'm living out of the country. I live on eight acres. Uh, and uh, it's enough land that I've had horses. I've had, well, a horse. I only ever got to have one so far. Um, I've had goats. Um, did some beef cow. Um, had some pigs. Had some chickens. Geese, ducks. Peacocks. Turkeys. Guineas. Oh, wow. And at some point in time, we will be talking about my very, very, very precious baby boy. That will be its whole other episode. Popo's got his own episode. (laughs) He's special. Now, now you had guinea hens, right? Yes, I 
Okay. So wait for you how many eight acres for those? Though. How many turkeys did yeah. you have? Because there was this one um, like youth group camping trip we took out, and near the boys' um, cabin, uh, which you had to go to a different building to go to the bathrooms in that one. You there were wild turkeys, and one of my friend like we were waiting for him at the like rec hall to hang out and he didn't show up for like 30 minutes but we were all girls so we we're like oh, okay i guess he forgot and he finally showed up at dinner and we're like where were you and he's like i was trapped in the bathroom because the wild turkeys chased me in there <laughs> are they actually as crazy as they sound or are domesticated ones nicer um well i have one particular tom that thought it was the sexiest thing in the world and wanted to kill my dad so he can be crazy okay Lord. No, I've seen like turkeys attack motorcyclists in the street and stuff like that. Like turkeys are yeah. crazy. There was this one road trip we were taking like I, I don't remember if it was a funeral or a family reunion or a wedding but my cousin was driving and then like a turkey just flew across the ship. We didn't hit it. It just kind of went across his um uh, hood and we were all like, we all saw that right? Yeah? Okay. Cool. Yeah, oh my God. I mean, they're like any other animals. They don't really pay attention to vehicles. I mean, you can they'll be roaming the road and stuff in the rural areas, the wild ones. Mm -hmm. The domestic ones aren't as hardy as the wild ones. Uh, they're more prone to parasite issues, and they also aren't very smart, so they you don't leave their chicks with them because they will drown them. They'll sit there and look at them and go, oh, they're drowning. <laughs> oh my god. Oh well, go figure it out. But how do they drown them though? Like, is it. They just. take them to the water dish and the, you know, the babies will end up climbing in the water dish and the parents will be sitting there to. They'll oh. be sitting there just looking at them, sort of like, huh. It's, it's, oh, look at that. It's just like, you know, your parents take you yeah. to the public pool and you look down. It's like, where's Theodore? Oh, yeah. I guess he didn't make it. I guess he's not strong enough. He's <laughs> strong enough to survive. That's when you're a kid and you got to play. You got to sit still face down in the water for as long as you can to see if anyone cares about you. Or you like <laughs> wander. You yeah, but I had a It was really fun though. It was really, really fun. The only time I thought ever. Oh, really? I didn't know that was really a thing. Yeah, that's what, that's called being a lonely kid. <laughs> oh, I my would, mom would have freaked the fuck well, out. Well, your so. mom's a, a helicopter. I knew mom that who cares she. Yeah, it. yeah. It's like I knew she would have a strong reaction. Nope. I would never need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think the only time I had a pool thing was I was wandering. My mom was taking care of my youngest sister, and I like went past the point I could walk. Mm -hmm. But we there was a lifeguard at that pool, and he like pulled me out, and I was like pat pat. I'm like okay, I'll stay away from there. <laughs> stay away from that part in particular. No wave pools. Oh, I've never yeah, been. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I went with you. Never mind. I've never been in a wave pool. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. They're fun. I've but heard when you get into the deeper traps. part, yeah, they're very dangerous, especially like don't let your kids go further out, especially if they don't like, life jackets. have a firm. They need a firm grip on their tube. Their, their, yeah. Life jackets. Their float. That's life jackets. Like, yeah, if they're young, <laughs> yeah. life jackets. No, infamous. just life jackets. That's infamous. We're going on a crazy okay. sidebar, but that's that's actually. I infamous. think when I was in middle school, I felt like I almost drowned, like because yeah. somebody wouldn't let me like be on their float or whatever. Or <laughs> it might have been my float and it was like stolen. I don't remember exactly, but I felt like I almost died. <laughs> yeah, they did that at no action park. Like they had people literally die in their wave pool. Yeah, yeah. it was called the death pool. Whoa, and, like, you know people. I like just wave get pools, but they're under. very dangerous for. Yeah a lot of people 
Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's just like a turkey baby. <laughs> well, there's lifeguards, so it's different. You know, like things will be stopped if you obviously are about to drown. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So not yeah. the not the same as with turkeys, but uh, um, what other? Okay, so you talked about rehabilitating raptors. What other rehabilitation? Like you said, skunks. Um, well, we don't do any wild skunks. Mm-hmm. Um, in which the basically the clarification between domestic and wild that I'm using is domestic is as defined by Merriam Webster anything that has been bred to change its color, shape, or temperament. Um, gotcha. So thirty gen- you know the three generations worth of breeding or three hundred generations worth of breeding in captivity mm-hmm. is to has basically domesticated something. Right, right. Now, it depends on the levels in the area where you live as to whether they consider something domesticated by that definition or not. Okay. But um, uh, the wildlife we raised and released uh, possums, squirrels, mm-hmm. raccoons. We never did deer. We never got set up for deer. Deer are very difficult, mm-hmm. and it, they're very, very hard to raise and release. Uh, and bunny rabbits are bunny rabbits are really a pain in the ass. <laughs> Those things die. We always mm-hmm. send them to somebody else because it takes a very specific. You either, you either good with bunnies or you're bad, and they weren't good with bunnies. They were also. Uh, I had a friend who had rabbits, and then her rabbits, I think they weren't supposed to be male and female, but they turned out, and then she had a litter of rabbits, and then the baby rabbits had to be kept separate from the parents because they got eat them or something. Yeah. And so for a birthday party, we all got to play with these baby bunnies, yeah. and they're so cute. They're very sharp claws, though. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Oh, yeah. You can also, like, frighten them to death. Is that the same for, I guess you were only taking care of the domesticated kind? Oh. Well, okay, um... We wound up occasionally with the older, you know, bunnies that weren't bald, you know, near the bowl. Mm-hmm. And yes, they're actually more prone to fried to death than your domestic bunnies. God, that's horrible. Yeah. That's crazy. It's yeah. already, like, way too high of a risk for yeah. the domesticated ones. To be honest, I'm surprised right. we it's didn't. It's because they're such a strong prey animal mm-hmm. that, you know, they just, and if something gets a hold of them half the time, some of them will just play there and give up because, you know, they just sort of go catatonic on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wait. They kind of actually on Zootopia had a little thing about that because the rabbit had to get over her prey fear over. Oh, yeah. yeah. She had like a, uh, in the very beginning of the movie, she got like bullied and she was like, oh, and she had to like fight through her prey fear. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. The had- rabbit. That's Officer Judy. Yeah, okay. Officer Judy. <laughs> the rabbit character. <laughs> also. <laughs> Yes, I only saw this movie you. once. I think I've, I've seen, seen it twice. I think I've only seen it once, actually. But I think I've... No, we've seen it One twice. of the officers at work was compared to her, and she's very like Officer Judy. So that's why it stuck out. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, pretty much, if I haven't had something animal-wise, I at least have passing knowledge of it. it Except for, you know, like some of the really, really bizarre exotics like tigers and monkeys and stuff like them. I yeah. haven't really done much looking into them or much interaction with people who have had them. Uh, right. 
There's not a crazy Tiger King out in Alabama we don't know about. I'm sure there is somewhere, but <laughs> probably. Roaming around at one point. Several what? Shirtless men with the tigers. Yeah, somewhere in South Alabama. Oh, oh wow. South Alabama. See, that makes sense to me. See, I know mountain lions because one of my friends was driving up to Tennessee, and part of her route took her up through Alabama, and she sent me a message just like, I saw a lion on the side of the road. I was like, you stay away from it. It's going to hunt you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't mess with them. Oh, no. She was just driving <laughs> by, but it's like, yeah, we got those the mountain lions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not enough of them, unfortunately. No. Mostly just... Have you yeah. ever dealt with coyotes? I have not dealt with them much, because pretty much all in this area, they're considered a pest animal. Right. Um, yeah. Nobody has ever brought one that, you know, they found and... You know, here, raise this. Okay. I figure probably if somebody finds a coyote puppet, it's gone. They're they're just such detrimental to livestock, and they'll hunt your pets. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. Such a big problem in this area. Yeah. I I was also curious because I know I've heard the stories where someone's like, I found this injured animal and this poor dog, and then it's like, that's a coyote, sir. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. I'm shocked at how much people don't like coyotes, really, because like I I got a ring notification like yesterday and I thought it was a next door. I deleted next door because those people are toxic. I hate my neighbors. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's fair. I see those posts. Yeah. I, I do occasionally like we to read those, neighbors. read the little threads. And I'm like, this is fascinating. I read them sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Facebook, just old people screaming at each other. Yeah, I like to know what these these people have as their dumb concerns. I was like, I want to know what my neighbors are thinking. Every now and then it's useful. Like there was like a rut going on. Yeah, oh, total petty. Uh, Anyway. Anyway, Gunshots on Trickham Road? Question mark, question mark. I want to keep my guns. All right, I don't (laughs) want (laughs) to. Okay, so so coyotes. Okay, so um, the, the, uh, um, the yeah, it was basically just a video of someone that someone sent off through through Ring, and they were like, "Oh, you know, coyote spotted chasing a cat." And then I looked at the video; the coyote literally walks through someone's yard, and then a cat comes out of a different bush after the coyote is gone. I'm like, "What is <laughs> what? happening with this video right now?" And they're screaming about the coyote. I'm like, I didn't need a whole ass notification about right. this. Incident. That sounds like it was just like these two animals were seen near each other. These two animals seen within the same minute. Yeah. The, I mean, yes, you should. I, I don't. This is another reason I don't like outdoor cats being a thing. Like overall. Yeah. It's dangerous, especially if you live anywhere near their, you know, the wilderness. Yeah. yeah. There's gonna Which be. Which we don't. No. Guys, we I get calls that. at work about wild animals, and they'll just be like living. Yeah. And you know, by the wood line, and they're like. I, I, oh, which, my which coworker now was telling your area me area doesn't have forest anymore. Not, not well. Forest one is of them does. One of them does have. A, it's more rural. Like like through through Big Creek. 
No, it's further north than that. There's more rural. It's, there's okay. horse farms and stuff. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so they <laughs> yeah. they have, you know, a lot of different farm animals. It's a lot more spread out. There's mm-hmm. a lot more animals. But the calls that we usually get are from the people from our city where it's more populated and there's mm-hmm. not really woods. Yeah. You know, there'll be like little patches of woods, you know, like there are in a lot of suburbs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they'll call about these Some animals. Trees. Yeah, and occasionally <laughs> we'll get somebody who's like, Complaining about a wild animal like a deer. It's usually a deer. There's so many deer. There are. Just leave the deer. But they're like, I think it's lost. This is a gated community. (laughs) This deer. I thought you should hang a sign for the deer. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) Like sometimes it'll be like, there's a bear. I'm like, is it attacking anyone or being a threat? And they're like, no, it's just doing its thing. I was like, okay, well, if you can, like, warn your neighbors, but just avoid them. Put put a post on the next door. Stay safely away. Like, you know, it lives near here. So. Does uh, the bear thing happen? Often? I, I think not I'm, super often, but it that, does. It's that, not like horribly that, uncommon. I would say. It, yeah, is it a bear, bear you thing. recognize? Yeah, it's the, you know his name's Frank. You know, just, <laughs> just checking in on him. Oh, that's just Frank. Sure you know, okay. he's one of yeah. our regulars. Don't worry, just you know, stay in your house and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. he doesn't break into houses. Well, generally. Yeah, I will say one of the things with doing the rescue and stuff, we ran into so many people who kidnapped animals not need to be kidnapped. Yes. Basically, you're taking, you know, they'll take something, you know, there's times when they need help, there's times when they need rescue, you know, mm-hmm. the mom will call some guy hit by a car and she's dead and there's, she's got babies, those need help. Yeah. yeah. But when you mow your yard and then you find a rabbit nest, you cover it back up. Do you leave yeah, the rabbits in? Yep. Yeah. Because that's a big she problem. Comes back. She only feeds them twice a day. So you're not going to see her come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's going to come back and take care of those babies. Yeah. One of the things that we tell people is you cover it back up, you take two long pieces of straw, and put them X on top. Go check the next day. If the X is moved, she's been back. Mm-hmm. That's actually a good thing, yeah. That's a smart idea. Yeah, I, I don't really get why people would, if it's clearly like their nest or whatever, and there's a bunch of them, it's like, uh, yeah. they can live here, you know that, right? This yeah. is, yeah. This is land, they, they're allowed to live this on here. literally everything's nature. Can you Right, it's like, this them? is nature, can you just let them yeah. live, please? Or people think that, that if you touch the baby, the mom's not going to come back. And right, I've heard that right. a lot of times, like with deer... And with baby yeah, birds yeah. now, even mm-hmm. if you touch them, it's the mom isn't gonna care. You yeah. can put them back. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's more it's more understandable when it's yeah. Go ahead. Here's what I tell people on that: if a bear touched your kid, would you want it back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's a good. One. I don't. I, like I don't know one. if a bear touched my kid. I'd be like, well, well you're, you're the bears to, now. I guess you belong, you belong to, to the bear, bear now. now. <laughs> Bye, child. Go become Bye, a bear, bear person. Now. You you survived an interaction with a bear. You must go become one with nature. <laughs> and another thing, most birds do not have a sense of smell. No. Yeah. They like, don't smell when you touch their baby. Uh, the only birds that I can really think of are the buzzard families. Yeah, because they're yeah, scavengers. They have a sense of smell, and they have a very good sense of smell, but they all still want their baby back. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, the only exception might be doves. Interesting. And that's if you move the baby, they come back and they. But doves are sort of like, oh well, it's dead. I'm going on. Um, <laughs> oh it's not that they don't want it back. It's just well, that one didn't make it. They're, they're weird like that because you know we tried. We wound up with a kidnapped dove one time, and the 
rehab people are there. No, bring it on down because they won't find it. Oh. <laughs> we well, found yeah. it with a kidnapped kill there. You know, the, the waiting bird, you know, um, out there tall with a black ring around their necks or a tan color. You see them running around uh, fields and stuff. Okay, yeah. And um, we wound up with some kidnapped chicks of bears one time. And we drove back out there, and we got the kid that, who found them to show us where they found them. Mm-hmm. And we took them back out, we set them down, and within seconds, there was a killer circling around, crying. Aww. And we backed off, and she came down and landed, started flashing her chest, and the babies ran up to her, you know, because, hey, mama's back. But um, the reason they, they kidnapped the babies is because kill there, in order to try and draw the predator away from their babies, they flop around like they die. Oh. You know, hey, come, come get me instead, and they'll lure the predator off. Mm. But humans will just go over and pick up the babies because mom's dead. Oh, no. That's, that is such a <laughs> sweet parent thing to do, though. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm dying. Come yeah. over here. There's a lot of animals that, that, that don't do that. I mean, there's a lot of animals that protect their babies, but yeah. some yeah. will actually just let their babies be eaten and get away. Yeah. And then you get, like, the absolute opposite extreme, quokkas or whatever. Yeah. Where they threw their baby at the predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard. Quokkas, yeah. the most adorable Australian marsupial, and they just toss their babies. Horrible. Directly at the predator. They don't care I'll that they're heavily one. judged by humans. They I, don't care. I assume they have a lot of babies. It's not like an easy thing if they're that disposable. Because mm. I know there are some frogs, when they have babies, they just like take a little nibble sometimes yeah. of their packs. No. Nope. Because they have so many. Nope. Also, yeah. I think koalas are cuter than quokkas, to be fair. <laughs> I'm just, I just wanted to interject that, just so on the record, so everyone knows. Even though they're smooth brain covered in syphilis, they're still cuter. And I assume koalas <laughs> don't throw their young at predators. No, no see? They don't. Better. With all the talk about the wildlife and stuff, I want to point out wild animals are not pets. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Specifically and, wild. Yeah, you know, when I talk about pet skunks, I'm talking about ones that have been domesticated, that have been bred to be kept. Yeah. I'm not yep. talking about a wild one. For one thing, the wild ones, you're not going to find a vet to descent them. Which mm-hmm. that is, you know, y'all were talking about modifications at the start of the show. When it comes to pet skunks, that is a necessary modification. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 20,000%. Nobody wants a nuclear weapon in their uh, house. <laughs> yeah. Weapon. Yeah, I mean it's like the same with ferrets, except a lesser degree. Like you get rid of the scenting. Right. Yeah. yeah, but and those are pets. Also, like I have scared my cat by moving a pillow, so I can't imagine startling a skunk and then it's like, well, this house, we must move now. <laughs> yeah, you gotta burn it down. I guess I gotta burn but, my like, skin off. <laughs> be away from it because I'm assuming that smells too. But yeah, so. Wild animals are not pets. No. Mm-hmm. If they need help, find somebody who is licensed to help them. Yeah. Do not touch wild animals unless you absolutely have to. It's for your safety and theirs. Because if you touch something like a skunk raccoon and it bites you, rabies. It's mm-hmm. going to have to be euthanized. Yeah. Oh. That it, it's. For some, for one of those animals to bite somebody, and then they turn in and go, "Hey, I found this." Well, the rehabber will tell you. They'll take you and say, "Okay, let me get your information." So then, once the animal's dead and been tested, if it comes back positive, they can get in touch with you. 
So yeah, because they have to kill them to find out if they have rabies. And right, I, there is no other way to definitely find out on rabies. And it is always, always better not to risk a human life. Yeah, and that makes sense. I will say something I learned a few weeks back. Um, my dogs are barking at something. And I, I didn't know what it was at first. I thought it was a little mammal. It was a little mammal, but uh, there was a little tiny orange bat in our yard. And I moved it so it would not be laying on the ground for my dogs to hurt and or try to bite at it. Um, and then Van kindly... Uh, yeah, because I was chatting Van, because I chat Van, like, almost daily. Pointed and I was like, oh, uh, well, her skin did touch this bat. I mean, she tried not to, but... Yeah, it, it, I, I scooped it up with leaves and a twig and tried to move it, because I was refilling Jeremiah's squirrel feeders, mm-hmm. and I was not out there going, I'm going to touch a bat, let me no, go get... No, because the bat's not supposed to... Bat right. It's not supposed to take a nap <laughs> on, the, on the ground, preferably, that's and supposed then to sleep up. up he he also got irritated at me and flew into a tree, and I'm like, okay, cool, and I wash my you hands afterwards. Not a day person either, bat. Not a day person, I get it. <laughs> Samesies, bat. Don't, don't take a nap on the ground, my dogs will bark yeah, at you. Like, at least be somewhere where there aren't dogs that go into the fence. Come and on. so, I had to call my doctor's office, they reported me, they were like, go call poison control, I'm like, cool, poison control then also referred me to someone in our county who called me back two days later to verify what I had said was correct and that I didn't need, I did not need rabies shots, but I found out that you, Van, what you said that some species of bats even shed rabies. Yes, um, bats can shed rabies without being symptomatic. They're one of the ones that yeah, bats are like the worst risk for rabies out there, and so other now, diseases as well. Without huh? other diseases as well, like viruses. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they can shed rabies without. Being symptomatic, they can be carriers for longer. They found that they can be carriers for longer terms than anything else they found. Um, and pretty much, anytime you hear of somebody that wound up with rabies and they don't know how that person got rabies, it's the bad strain of rabies. Interesting. Huh. So what at least poison control and the animal control said to me, because since I was very aware of my interaction with the bat, they're like, did you touch its mouth? Did it bite you? Did you have a cut or any sort of cross-contamination with its saliva? And I said no, because I, like I said, I, I literally touched it and then washed it. And mostly I kept it on a pile of leaves or sticks. I tried to not touch it. Right. Yeah. And... Yeah, and they said that I was fine as long as no skin was broken. And then they were like, are your dogs vaccinated? I'm like, yes, my dogs are vaccinated. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a proper owner. <laughs> Decent dog owner. They had it like a month ago. Keith about the dogs because I knew that y'all got them their shots. So. Yeah, yeah it they was were, very expensive vet visit, but yes, they recently got their they, shots. It was fine. like, and that was another thing is I think he confirmed later because he was like, because while vaccine shots are normally good for a year, if it's been over it six months. It was like months, two months ago that we yeah. got them, so. Uh, apparently, over six months, they might um, recommend a booster just because of the exposure. But other than that, no. He's like, okay, it's in January. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which, when it comes to rabies vector animals, that's one. And another, re- another thing when it comes to domestic skunks and raccoons, most states, they're illegal. 
And if you ever want to get, think about getting one, the first thing you do is check and see whether they're illegal in your state. And the reason why most states they're illegal is because they're considered a rabies state or animal. It doesn't matter if they're a house pet, don't go outside, was raised in a farm where they never were outside. Mm. The state is one of those, it's better to be safe in regards to humans. Yeah. So more states are more, you know, most states are restrictive on them. Uh, it's becoming where there's only like 10 states that you can get skunks in now. Okay. So it's very hard to get them. But, um, yeah. You, you can, some people can get the rabies vaccine. It's difficult to get some of them. Yeah, it's expensive. But without that, you definitely don't want to handle any wildlife because of the risk. Any accident is the animal's life. Yeah. Because there's not, like you said, and I, I think I read this too when I was looking at bat rabies, when I was like, do I have rabies from t barely touching a bat? Um, they, they don't have a test. It's not like they can draw some blood. They literally have to do an autopsy is what I read. Right. Yeah. Yes. Not only that, there's no way to determine. And which, if you have contacted them and you still have that bat, they would have told you to bring it in so it could be euthanized. Yeah. Just because you touched it. Even, you know, and thank you for flying you know, away. I'm surprised that you end up with shots just because you touched it, even without broke skin. Yeah. So it must not be as prevalent in your area. Yeah. Otherwise, it really probably isn't. Yeah. yeah. We've had a lot of, I've, I've had a lot of vets confirm with me that it's, it's not, we don't have a whole lot of it going on, uh, not lately at least. I think mm -hmm. there was one year where there was a, a flare up with the recent, with local wildlife, but that was, decades ago so yeah. Yeah. yeah one of the good things is a lot of places have started doing rabies baits where they are trying to get the vaccine into the wild population to oh. try and do herd immunity type with them that's so, so smart that is helping things but when it comes to wildlife rabies is a definite definite problem oh yeah um, but, so, legality on skunks and raccoons and foxes and all that. Yeah, you know, foxes. Uh, about the more domestic ones. Um, Alabama it used to be legal to own pet skunks, uh, raccoons, so uh, Now it is legal, but you have to buy from a licensed Alabama breeder. Well, right before they passed the law, they allowed the only licensed Alabama breeder was shut down, so there is no licensed Alabama breeder that you can buy them from. Jeez. So, so it's completely illegal in Alabama, pretty much. You, okay. I think you mentioned this to me when we've talked about this in the past. Um, those animals with those breeders had to be put down, didn't they, when it was deemed illegal? Yes, they were all euthanized. That's horrible. Oh, they couldn't, Why? Because they were domesticated, so they couldn't be released. Yeah, so basically, make oh. sure that you can legally have that animal or the state if they find out about it they will euthanize that animal so just be aware of that everybody like one of the yes. wild um, animals are not pets but the domesticated versions be aware of your local laws mm -hmm. yep. yes and be aware if you're traveling from somewhere like um you're going to pick up from the one of the fur farms in ohio which most of the farms are technically fur farms because the original oh. breeding of these animals was for the fur uh, <laughs> 
Yay, Hi. fur trade. Yay. Fur trade rears its ugly head again. Well, they're the used bird being a jerk again. They're yeah. back yeah. in the olden times there was a purpose for fur trappers. Yeah. Not and anymore. Such. No, not Beaver, anymore. Beaver fur was very good. It it was uh water wicking, so a lot of people had those beaver hair hats, you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes you would get a full beaver coat, you know. The, the fur trade was was insane mm-hmm. back before the uh invention of we don't have long lasting cold in the south anymore yeah, yeah the no. climate the way it is yeah. this climate no no <laughs> we only have the occasional snowstorm in we january at least five months of summer is what it seems like nope. seven yeah probably Twelve. Well, if you're traveling from like say for a farm uh the one that i know best up in ohio um down so far to away. Florida, where they are legal and you can take them with the right paperwork mm-hmm. and you're passing through you need to know what the legalities in the states you're passing through are because I'm not going to name which state but I know of somebody that they had their skunk in the car and when they got pulled over um trigger warning here the officer Took the skunk and shot it. Oh my god. Just shot it? I feel like that's not that the right process. That's legit. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. I don't think that's the correct process. I don't think cops should oh be executioners. <laughs> I feel like it should have been confiscated. Be, or the legality is that they are to be destroyed immediately. Oh my god. Even if you're not a resident and you're passing through, literally, it's like. Okay, so protect. So yeah, if you're a lawless yeah. state like Florida, protect your animals. Don't let them out of Florida. No, right. You, you've got to be really careful. And, um, like when we we're talking about the rabies thing, um, if your pet bites somebody, um, when I had pet scouts, I never let somebody that I did not trust absolutely touch mm-hmm. them anywhere except like on their back at their tail and I always held them in a way where my arm if, if there was any chance of a bite, I was taking that bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I wouldn't let somebody touch not touch a skunk if I thought it would bite, but you know, I knew knew she wouldn't, but if there was any chance they did something that might cause it, I was gonna take the bite because it's still if, a wild if animal. Bite somebody. Yeah. And they record it. It doesn't matter. Um, a lot of people will give the ferret rabies vaccine to their skunks, mm-hmm. but it's not recognized for them, so it doesn't count. Oh my God, oh. um, so, if your skunk bites somebody, and which it has happened, they are taken and euthanized. That's awful. See, so sad. Yeah. this is. I mean, it's a danger for even dogs, and those are allowed everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, right. there has to be cases built. Dogs, you can at least hopefully manage a quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know, like, isn't there like a strike system in most states? That's kind of what I've. Yeah, I've heard strike systems yeah, just for dogs. Kind of a strike. Depending on the severity of the bite. Well, yeah. Depending on the severity of the bite, whether they've been vaccinated or not, mm-hmm. but. With skunks, there's no recognized vaccine, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that the skunk, you know, I personally know one of the skunks that happened to. doesn't matter that the skunk never left the house. doesn't matter, or, well, never left the house unless they were going to, like, the skunk shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. They'd be in the car, they'd be in the convention center, they'd be in the hotel, which there are skunks, there, 
were skunk shows. I don't know if they're still having them or not. But, um, you know, it doesn't matter that there was no possible exposure. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of crazy. So, I mean, it's also... It's really frustrating. Uh, but, it is. It really is. And luckily, it did not happen to me. Yeah. That sucks. I just I imagine the pet skunk community is a smaller. Well, I mean, especially species. now it sounds yeah. like because they got rid of us of the breeders or all of them. But yeah. also, yeah. what we were the pet the skunk community tended to be a close knit group. I've not been in it for a while now because mm -hmm. I've not had skunks and it's I miss my skunks. Yeah, I really enjoyed them, but. Um, I know I can't have them unless I'm somewhere else, and so I'm not going to. I, I don't I'd stay with the community because it'd be, you know. Yeah, that's hard. Watching something you can't have. Yeah, that's yeah. painful. How did yeah. they act, by the way? How are skunks as pets? Are they like kitty cats? Well, okay, they're. They can be somewhat like a cat, somewhat like a dog. They are. That's another thing. When you're talking about the unusual exotics. Don't go into looking at it as, hey, it's going to be like a cat. Hey, it's going to be like a dog. No, yeah. it's going to be like a skunk. That's and true. They're going to be their own person, mm -hmm. you know, type deal. Yeah. If you're not willing to make allowances for how an animal is, you don't, you shouldn't get that type of animal. Yeah. Um, yeah. With skunks, that makes you, know, you can put a litter box in almost every single corner of your house because they're going to find a corner and go. Like a burrow place? Like, if you have a pet skunk, do you create like a big sandbox for them to dig in, or like a deeper, like? Or is that what they made with the uh, the burrow under your bed with blankets? Pretty much. Oh, okay. That's really cute. You can you can give them like things to dig in. You know, it's an enrichment type thing. But my guys, you know, pretty much was stealing my blankets and stuff, and they make a little nest under there, and then, you know, how they warn you to stay away and stuff is they'll start stomping their feet at you, <laughs> and, you know, they'll stomp their front feet, and, you know, me, me, me. And, you know, that's, leave me alone. It's my bed now. That's very, that's very good. Yeah, that's really good communication. Like, yeah. that's very clear body language. That, rem that reminds oh, yeah. me of the Badger character from Fox and the Hound. He did that. Like, he oh, would go, yeah. bump, bump, bump. Oh, yeah. Stay on my den. When he got <laughs> mad at Todd. Yeah. That was so cute. Yeah. I love that movie. But, and they, they are, they're definitely not like a cat. And then, like, raccoons. When it comes to raccoons, they are like... Let's see, get the taller, some crack, and so... Um, yep. <laughs> the trash uh, pandas. The ability to move a couch, and there you go. Wait. Wait, they can move a couch? Oh, yeah. Well, they how? do get into uh, trash cans. I know, but... Extremely strong. I didn't realize how strong they are. Yeah, they don't... They oh, seem my like, God. They seem like giant pillows. <laughs> 
They don't look like they work out. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, no. they, I know they just they do shove a lot of you. Work, but they just look like potatoes. Yeah, trash yep. potatoes. Okay, that sounds like that sounds like a. Don't they sort of have thumbs though? Yeah, they do not, but they have very manipulative hands. God, they have joint hands. They can undo confirmation locks. Yeah, I feel like they might as well have thumbs with what they're able to do. Because they work very similar to human hands. If they did have those thumbs, we'd be in trouble. We'd be done. Those seem like terrible things to have as pets, just because how do you handle, for, you know, like 24 hours a day, a toddler on crack? I don't see how you would manage that. I assume you personally do not look forward to my future crack toddler. Here's the thing. The raccoons we had, I was not their person. Raccoons pick a person. I was not the person. Mom outfit the two, and she was tolerated. They didn't like me. She was tolerated. They were, my dad was their person. Aww. They loved him. <laughs> and so, you know, they were something else. With them, they had their, we made them an outside area mm-hmm. that had two trees in it that were trimmed so that, you know, they couldn't reach anywhere else. And, at the end, it was sort of Fort Knox. Um, metal flashing around the top that was three foot long so that they couldn't climb out. And we had to grease the poles periodically because they would pull themselves up that. We had to, they managed to squeeze their chain-link bits. Jesus. break on the outside, pull themselves through. But, um, let's see. And other things with raccoons. Uh, I've had known people that have had them as house pets. And they, if they figure out how to turn on your waterfalls, that you have to get more involved on how not to because they think that's fun. I can imagine. <laughs> they like to wash their hands. They managed to keep a waterbed with raccoons. And, but they had to cover the wood cover that they put over their bed when they got up and opened the door. And there was one day where they forgot and they go right back in and the raccoons are already bouncing on the waterbed sprinkler system and it's fine. Because oh they're claws. That sounds adorable and horrifying. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> another story. Yeah, I mean, part of, the ra- part of the appeal of raccoons is they are so endearing. They will make you pull your hair out, but they can do some of the cutest Sweetest stuff. Just like toddlers. Um, somebody, they got up in the middle of the night and they saw that there was a lion in the kitchen. So they go, and the raccoon has opened up the fridge, is sitting on the door, and was lifting an egg out when they come around the corner. And they're there, what are you doing? And the raccoon lets out and it throws the egg out. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> must have been a fluke, start forward, the raccoon grabs another egg, throws it out. And then they're like, okay, fine, just clean up after yourself when you're done. <laughs> they're not going to. Cleaned up. Oh, wait, he what? Cleaned up? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he ran an egg, you know, he's going to eat that egg. Oh my god. So, you know, he left the shells, but still, you know, there was no goon. Did he close the door? Because, like, I've had trouble I, where he... did. Okay. Cause, They're so smart. Like, half asleep, or, like, I've done a thing where I've gotten something out, I thought I shut it, and I come back, and the door's slightly ajar, and I'm like, shut! Yeah. <laughs> I can't. That's... And, okay, it's crazy. Um, another funny story when it comes to raccoons. There was one that the raccoon slept in the bed with him. And okay. the husband was asleep, and 
farted. Mm-hmm. And the raccoon decided it wanted to see what that noise was, so it took its finger and poked it. Evidently sent him through the roof. That, that is... No, oh my god. No, that's that is so funny. And, and Kip, you get annoyed when Mishka shoves his nose in your ass. I am very it's not literally about it's that. not even literally in your <laughs> no. ass. No, it's over my pants, but I still feel <laughs> Oh my god. No. like, let me see if you got some colon cancer. No, <laughs> you're not a doctor raccoon. Bend over and cough. Oh my god, no. Oh my I have, some of the funniest stories I've heard have been from pet raccoons, pet skunks, because <laughs> they get into some of the weirdest stuff, especially the raccoons, because they are so very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I would want a pet that was that smart. No. Like, even having dumb cats, for instance, because we have experience with that, mm-hmm. it, it can be interesting and, um, you know, a challenge, but, like, I don't I don't want them to be overly smart. Right. Yeah, in some ways a raccoon is a lot more. I personally would not have another raccoon just because they are a lot of work, they're a lot of maintenance, and mm-hmm. they are they're very demanding. You yeah, know, like yes, dogs are already a lot of work. They're demanding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the scouts are more laid back. They're lazier animals. They, yeah. They're more interested in where's the food and where's the blankets and let's see cuddle. You know, they're they're wonderful cuddlers. So yeah. That's um, Domesticated skunks, again, is just a reminder. Right. The domesticated yes. birds. Do not play with the wild ones. Yeah. Even, you know, there's more problems than just the, you know, chemical warfare. Yeah. 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 And- and also, just, like, while we're talking about this particular subject, remember that, like, we even mentioned this in Jeremiah's episode. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Wild animals are wild animals. Squirrels are not pets. Squirrels are not pets. They're cool. Possums are not pets. I love yep. possums. They're not pets. Mm-mm. You want to yep. help them, but no, they're not yeah. pets. Yeah. Yeah. All these that I'm talking about having owned came from where they were bred to be captive kept. Mm-hmm. They were not wild. They did not live in the wild. They did not come from the wild. They were bred, had pet care. Um, they were fixed and neutered, which when it comes to skunks and raccoons, that's even more important than with a cat and dog mm-hmm. because they're what's called induced ovulators. They, um, get rough to bring them and bring the female in season mm-hmm. and well even with them being fixed sometimes you can end up with one of your pets hurt another one oh, God. just because they can go in pseudo heat mm, that makes sense so yeah. you gotta be real careful keeping emails with females I only heard of it happening twice and one of them was my skunk mm. oh that's not. She went through it. Um, she lost a leg. Oh, oh Jesus. God. Yeah, um, when I found her, both of her back legs were broken. Oh, my uh, God. One bone in one, both bones in the other. Probably trigger warning for this. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was a little late on that, wasn't I? No, it's okay. It fits in with that her fi- theme. Yeah, that fits our brand. It's fine. Yeah. The, I guess for the last the, the last couple, we've trigger warned appropriately, so it's about but, time. And Yeah, we haven't done yeah. it in a while. Yeah. 
Welcome. Anyways, um, both her back legs were broke. She had several large holes in her. Mm. Um, she wound up with abscess infections in most of those bites. Uh, skunks are real bad for abscessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried saving the one leg. It had to be amputated. The other leg, most of the muscle tissue was gone, but she still had enough that she could use the leg to go around on. I had to be very careful with her weight because if she got too heavy, it would break a sore open on her leg. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it took a lot to get her well up after that. That's crazy. And it was because a male skunk was trying to rough her up. Oh my god. Mm. So that is really horrifying that that's just how they are. Animals are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so great example why maybe having a pet skunk and raccoon maybe might not be the best for it seems like you would also have to have the lifestyle like you'd have to have land so yeah, you have, have to have space. You have to consider your ability to care for the animal. Yeah. Any pet. Yeah. This is not, like, a trend yeah, pet. Yeah, usually it's, like, people have to consider if they can handle, like, a dog, because they're also a lot of work. Yeah. But in a, a, you know, less challenging than these, it seems like, so. Yeah. Right. You have to do a lot of research whenever you get outside the normal dog or cat. I mm-hmm. mean, even something like a ferret or a chinchilla, you want to do a lot more research because they're just not as common. No. Uh, yeah. Ferrets are becoming more common, so yeah. a little bit more standard. But, you know, chinchillas, hedgehogs, those, yeah. you know, it's still not very common. And then you get to the level of, like, skunk raccoons, where it's extremely uncommon. Mm-hmm. And also, um, one that is legal here, is a common is an uncommon pet is also a Codamundi, and they are raccoon-like animals from South America. Hmm. So you know, you said what Codamundi? And but they also you know they're also very smart. Yeah. They're very strong, and you want to do a heck of a lot of research before you get one. You said Codamundi. Codamundi. Okay. Never even heard yeah, of them. Really Let me see. That, yeah, I've not, seen not these. Yeah. Let me see. They're, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're little snoot boot creatures. Snoot boots? Yeah, little snoot boots. Oh! Yeah. Okay, they kind of look like lemur Yeah, raccoons. they do look a Their like nose lemurs. is very bendy. Yeah. They yeah. look like lemur badgers. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a relative of the raccoon. Hmm. That's crazy. Look at how cute. I wonder, if, uh, I wonder if my husband's seen any of these in Costa Rica. Possibly. Matt's seen a lot of crazy stuff. But, yeah, so... Um, when you start getting into the really oddballs, you really want to do a lot of research. Um, our first skunk we wound up with as a rescue, well, all of my skunks were rescued. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and when I talk about like the skunk era of my life, I was still living at home with my parents, mm-hmm. and mom was pretty much involved with all of this too, because you know she's the one who originally. I was helping her with rescuing stuff. Right. And technically, I probably still am on and off helping her, but, you know, it's sort of like a team effort. Yeah. But, um, and you said your mom, uh, sorry, you said your mom was, like, a veterinary, like... She worked in a vet office? She worked in a vet office. She okay. was not a vet tech. She was um, basically kennel personnel. Okay. But it's still a case of... I've 
had more experience in veterinary offices than a lot of people. Yeah. I had been present, done some mild assistance with like surgeries and stuff, some simple surgeries. Um, I've been around all sorts of procedures and stuff that happens in a vet office. Okay. You know, it's just, it was part of growing up. All right. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm really fascinated by like your your experience, and I'm hoping in the future you'll also come back on because I feel like we can definitely find more topics. Yeah, yeah. With your experience, really interesting. Yeah, it seems like you've dabbled in most everything. Mm-hmm. Like so far as what's realistic yeah. in the South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, yeah. live feedback. Matt says that uh, Costa Rica beaches are lousy with Cotamundis. So that's wow. Central America. <laughs> Central America has a bunch of them. You just throw a beach ball and you, you start a trip over a Cotamundi. <laughs> I want to go visit those beaches. They steal your, your pina colada. You cry. <laughs> I want to go look at those beaches and then leave. No, you can <laughs> see. Maybe we could start a, a beach volleyball team of Cotamundis. Just like, I don't throw think so. Them. Just throw just... it and see. If they'll play with it, it sounds like they'll steal everything. They'll just and leave. pop it and then, oh, then laugh yeah, at that's you. true. <laughs> they'll steal everything. As we emphasized at the start of the show, there's a difference between a wild animal and a domesticated yeah. animal. Yes. We brought right. we brought we brought out Miriam Webster for you people. <laughs> yes. We told you. <laughs> you don't want a wild raccoon as your pet. You also don't want a Cotamundi as your pet. Just don't don't do it. Don't just don't you're probably yeah. gonna get the Foxes are gorgeous. Don't don't just steal a fox. Don't do it. Yeah. There are domestic Yeah. Find the domestic one. Do you have any experience with domestic yeah. foxes? Yeah. I do not have much experience with domestic foxes. I know people who have had them. Uh, I've never had the opportunity to interact with them. They tend to be a bit shower animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I always find it fascinating how they, they don't sound like you expect them to at all. No, they sound terrifying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there was that whole like, meme I, back I love in the foxes. Day. Yeah, they, they sound terrifying. Yeah. I love foxes, but... Um, they laugh. Yeah, they, they, they also sound like they're high-pitched. murdering someone. Yeah, yeah, either murder or laughter, whichever one. It depends on what you're. You got to be like either half glass full or half glass empty kind of a person to yeah. enjoy a fox laugh. <laughs> uh, I do know that they are also illegal in Alabama, regardless of what type. Uh, yeah, I think they're. I feel like they're illegal in most. Most states. They're illegal in Georgia, too. I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that serious did. about it, but I did look it up. Like, I yeah. found out yeah. about the Georgia law because I wanted a skunk. Like, yeah. straight up. I wanted to get a domesticated skunk, and I wanted him to be my little blanket buddy. Oh, God, no. he's so cute. <sighs> about so 10 sad. years ago, you could Nope. That's so upsetting. I probably yeah, looked yeah. it up, like, nine years ago, too. Georgia used to... It used to be illegal as long as they were non-native in coloration. Okay. That's another thing. You know, uh, we were talking before the podcast, but skunks can come in all sorts of colors. They, you know, you've got your standard black and white. You've got albino. You've got blonde. You've got champagne. You've got mahogany. You've got chocolate. You've got smoke. You've got confetti. Um, confetti is a, sort of like a blind and chocolate smoke all put together. Oh my so, god. You know, it's not a rainbow colored cupcake looking skunk. 
<laughs> so many, so many different designer finishes. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. I just googled skunk pictures and they're just the cutest things no. ever. I want a skunk so bad. Okay, Kip. I have one. I'm not gonna have one. Uh, I have too we many have to, animals. We, we're I crushing. No, I would never, <laughs> ever. You can pay me to move to Florida. I would not move to Florida. <laughs> it can be nice to visit, but um, mm-mm. Right. Rainbow Springs and, is yeah. the only place worth going in Florida. Well, Rainbow Springs? Yeah. What is that? So it's in uh, it's near Ocala. Is I have it, no clue what that is. Is okay. it a gay area? It's super gay. No, is it's it? actually it's oh. like a really it's like a national park. Oh, okay. I was legit getting excited. You saw that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, You're what? So it's a huge gay community. <laughs> no, you oh, did. You okay. did. I was disappointed. They missed an opportunity there. I guess <laughs> it's not really too late. You okay. have to move there. Okay, gays, we gotta go to the Rainbow Springs and yeah. turn super gay. That would be yes, we're, we're it's something probably new. not like somewhere where they would want to live. Don't. Down. Throw plastic in the national park. Don't, uh, I mean, don't do that. Anywhere. Also, maybe like glitter. I'm just thinking glitter contamination. Oh no! Yeah. We don't, so okay, wait. Look, microplastics. Look, the queer community doesn't have to all be about gutter bombs. Okay? okay, so it's a national park. So for the month of Pride, <laughs> all the gay people need to go camp there. In honor of yeah, Pride if Month, you're there you go. allowed to do that. Yeah, I don't know Bring, how to Wait, uh, can you make you, it gay with wait, your presence? Kip, you camp. Did you go camping, or is this just a walk around national park? Uh, we rented a canoe, and then we paddled around. But the, where did you like sleep? Well, my grandparents' house. Okay, okay no. then, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. I don't go there. Useless information. That house is gone. They're in an old folks' home now. Okay, great. Okay, oh, Van, carry okay. on. What yeah, were you saying on, about? Confetti, confetti, uh, skunks. Oh, the gayest skunk there is. They have black, the white. Well, I think we're thinking of different types of raccoons, not really coat colors. Well, I was yeah, talking about foxes. Foxes, can't there be, like, I think there's black foxes, yeah, right? Yeah, black foxes. There's a yeah. lot of different colors. Right. Of... Mm, yeah. I thought yeah, there was, were, like, different well, I'm types. I'm talking about variations here. I'm talking about coat colors. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, I was just talking about different colored foxes. Oh, no. I've seen okay, pictures I thought you meant, like, different types, though. Like, there's red foxes and arctic foxes and other kinds, yeah. too. So, no. I, I googled... Yeah, there are, but there's also, like, my break to have some variation yeah. in their coat. In their different in the different species, mm. uh, some of them they've had more luck with breeding the various coat colors than others. I've not looked into what they call them as much. I know that, that each of them has an albino version. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I know raccoons have a blot. Okay. I don't know if, you know what the specialized ones for foxes would be. Right. Um, so I, I googled uh, raccoon coat colors and it just showed me a bunch of literal coats made out of raccoon No! no. <laughs> no. Like, I was Can suddenly super sad. <laughs> careful about... Mm. Careful with your googling, folks. No. Which, I will say, um, back before Twitter advertising, a sable fur coat was often a skunk fur coat. Oh, I think I have heard that before. Yeah. They, yeah. they used to use skunk fur for the sables gotcha. because they have a nice, soft, pretty coat. Mm. And they're bigger than stables, aren't they? Sables. Yes. Sables. They're bigger and they're easier to breed and easier to keep, evidently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
which I would not know about the breeding and keeping because a breeding skunk is a vicious skunk. You okay. don't want one. Because it's not fixed. And everything no, I've learned about... No, not fixed, no. And what, everything I've learned about animals is they're a handful when they are fixed. They're double the trouble whenever they still got all their giblets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like um, in a lot of domesticated animals, the girl versions are not really the problem. Um. Well, girls get um very like heat, and well, they yeah, can get petty, the and they get aggressive. They can get aggressive in oh, territorial. I've not seen them get aggressive. Um, I it's mean, mainly, the, from what I've seen, but. the only experience I have is, I remember we had, we think because of how old Brandy was, she was going through some form of, like, a menopause in dogs, and she got, like, weirdly territorial over my dad. Why wasn't she fixed? No, she was fixed, I think. I don't know. Then she wouldn't go through... Menopause. No, no, I don't know. I just remember my parents talking, like, this is a child memory, and remember, this is also a second-hand dog we got from a neighbor. So I don't oh. actually. You got a used dog. Yeah, we got we got a. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, the way you said secondhand. We got a trash secondhand dog who was no, left no, out no. in the yard. It was beautiful, poor little Yorkie. Okay, well, actually, I don't think she could have gone through menopause. So. I don't know. I just remember, I have a vague memory of my parents talking about it. Anyway, we're gonna. It's fine. Delete that because it's a. You know, distant child memory. It's okay. My my sisters will message me and tell me how wrong I am because that's what happens. Probably. You guys can look out in the Discord for that. <laughs> yeah. Find out what answer on that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, it, yeah. Um, having pets that are out the norm is very interesting. They're very unique. They're all, they can also be a very big handful. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they have special needs that you don't generally have to consider for common pets like cats and dogs. Yeah, and I imagine right. finding um, more, um, I guess, farm-like vets to help maintain them would be a At little difficult. At the same difficult. time, would you need like a specialized vet? Who, like an exotic. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds expensive and also difficult to acquire. Yeah. It, not like a bird vet, cat vet. You know, you find somebody, and which actually. The skunks are so un uh, not as usual as pets, so you end up with a vet who is willing to research and yeah. expand most most of the time because you can't really find a specialist for them. You can find people who specialize in more exotic type small animals. Yeah. They're willing to include them in their practice, mm -hmm. but you won't find somebody that oh they their area of study was skunks more than likely. Right. It yeah. Just doesn't happen. You might. You might. In some parts of Florida and Ohio, up where the poor farms are, you might find somebody that specializes there just because they have a clientele. Likely to be there. Yeah, it sounds like they're yeah. just willing to like learn on the job for you, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I have had a lot of my pets. Unfortunately, my vets have had to do that. I have some very good vets around here who are very smart and very willing to do a bunch of research to help me out a lot because I have brought them things they haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. Okay. So, any other thoughts on unusual, exotic? I mean, this is pets. such like a broad topic. Yeah. I feel like we'll end up. 
Yeah. yeah we probably, probably do a couple of different episodes. Bringing this up is like our, ones, but... Yeah. This is our skunk episode. <laughs> I'm deeming it our skunk episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you just need a lot of raccoons. Raccoons are precious. Yeah. So, yeah. um... <laughs> Van... They are very precious. I mean, they... Yeah. Simply put, one of my best family friends was a skunk. Aww. She really was. Her name was Big Mama, and I loved her to death. I love her so much. Love me a Big Mama. That's a good name. Yeah, I miss her so much. I still miss her. It's been years. Um, The problems was, one of the problems with skunks is they're lifespan. Um, About eight years. And which... That's not as long as you would expect. Yeah. This is my problem with rats, too, and rat keeping, is that rats only last like two or three years oh that's horrifying really yeah. i didn't realize that yeah they're they're not yeah you would think skunks because of their size either. like smaller animals usually seem to live longer in a lot of cases not all of them obviously yeah, yeah. but you yeah. would think like they would be more like cats but clearly not yeah and which uh big mama wound up with cancer so oh, oh baby that makes that's God, if they only live to like eight years usually it seems like they shouldn't live long enough to get cancer yeah but i mean she... Big Mama's story is a special case. She was one of the few that was still alive from the rescue situation she came from. Oh. A guy was trying to break them, and oh. he had males and males, females, uh, trigger warning on a bunch of this stuff here. He mm. used cattle prods on them because he was afraid to touch them. Oh my god. He them horrible food. Um, only one when they rescued him there was one layer of babies and truthfully I wound up with one of those babies and her name was Cece she was six weeks old and in full blown heat Jesus oh my god six weeks six months six months old is the norm um, she never made, you know, they managed, they normally get up to around eight pounds or so. She never got above two pounds in her entire life. What the? Oh my goodness. That's um, crazy. She was, she, she only lived to be two years old. Uh, well, actually a little under two years old. And she died of kidney failure. But, um, she was, she never really liked people. She tolerated Why would she, she like people? Like people. Given yeah, those circumstances, why would she like them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there was no reason for it. Mm-hmm. And I was, when she died, I was upset. And the skunk lady, and that, that's what how she was known as. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she was one of the biggest people who did the skunk stuff. You know, mm-hmm. she had Cece's mom. Right. And pretty much she said, you know, she's not a pet. You can't handle her. She's not nice. If you want, you can give her somewhere to live out the rest of your life. You know? And there, yeah, I, I'll, you know, keep her. She'll be happy. You know, even even if she never likes me, you know, I'll keep her and she'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, we went to one of the skunk shows, and I remember Jane, you know, the skunk lady, setting the carrier down on the table and wandering off. And next thing I remember, I'm tapping her on the shoulder, I'm there holding a skunk. She's there, who's that? I'm like, this is the big mama. This is the skunk he gave me. Oh, my gosh. You know, it was just a magical wing. I don't even remember picking her up and everything. Um, If I handed that skunk to you, it was fine. You did not pick her up without me handing her to you because she 
she would not tolerate people otherwise. Okay, that um, makes sense. I can do anything with that silk. No. Anything. And she was fine. She loved me. Aww. What a good lady. Do you have any pictures of her still? Like, if you could send those for the... I, I have one picture of her with her trophies from when she won Senior Grand National Champion at a sculpt show. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I've been trying to find where I put other pictures of her, and if I find them, I will definitely send more, but I'll send you that one. Okay. That, yeah, that send me one. whatever you have. We'd like to share them. Yeah. 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 And speaking... And she's the one that... The male broke her legs. Aww. Yeah. I was assuming that. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. But on... Yeah, she, she got through that. She pulled through that. She's no. a strong I mean, that's lady. amazing, like, that she survived all of that. Yeah. And the, yeah. that attack from that male. Jesus. So... On... Yeah, and I thought, I thought for sure she would end up paying me because of that. Because I had to, had to do very painful things to her several times a day while she was recovering from that. Yeah. And... Um, you know, e-collars and stuff were to keep them from messing with stuff. Yeah, the kind of licking wounds and stuff. Yeah, you can't really keep those on a skull because the way they're shaped, they're you know from the shoulders to their nose, it's just a cone. You know, it goes. There's yeah. no yeah. thing to patch on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I had one of those on her. And the day that her stitches came out, the vet's there, well, keep it on for a few more days, but, you know, should be okay. She, the skunk looks at me, takes her foot, grabs underneath the collar, pops it right off. <laughs> she's just like, nope. <laughs> Done. That's cute. She, she said, you know, I kept it on for you this long. <laughs> I did this for you. We're done. <laughs> That's yeah. great. I like that she had eye contact with you while she did that. Yeah. Oh. She sounds yeah. like a sassy lady. What a good lady. She sounds She wonderful. loved you so yeah. much. Yes. She she was she was something else. So I'm deciding we're gonna end the podcast on that happy story. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's touching. It's touching. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's overall happy. Yeah, uh, Van, do you have anywhere that people you would like people to follow or see you at? It's okay if you don't. But if, if you, you don't, any, yeah, any pluggables or any programs that you would like to shout out. No, um, if you want to do more research on skunks, um, I think you can still find stuff at Skunks as Pets or. Um, American Skunk Association, ADSA, American Domestic Skunk Association. So SAP or ADSA, uh, those are the two main groups from when I was back in the skunk community. I think they're both technically still around, or at least the information they have is still around. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you can find us um, on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, we're also on Discord at Pet Parents Pod. Yes. We will continue to get better. And uh, good luck with your hopes and dreams. Goodbye.